Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of EdgeGuard, the podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe. My name is Blake, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host and good friend, Jordan. hey oh. I tried to not do as many dramatic pauses. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that I say it the same way every time, so I was like, Turn we're speeding through it, baby. You know? Uh, you gotta get, gotta get through it to get to this hot, fresh game we've got for you today, uh, which is... Uh, French. Yeah, let's see your, let's course, your pronunciation. Let's as, see it. Uh, as always, I, I did Google this and oh, I wrote good. down. Good. Ufil de lu is what uh, Google Translate told me to say. And what does that um, mean? Uh, it means over the water, roughly. Yeah. Or like, you know, something to that effect. Sure. Uh, and this Makes is a sense. game by uh, itch user Samso underscore N. Uh, or uh, another uh, French, French name <laughs> name that I'm about to uh, butcher probably uh, Samson Oru uh, again uh, internet help me with that pronunciation pronunciation <laughs> hopefully it's not uh, what we do without horribly embarrassing I mean I do personally I love to embarrass myself with um, yeah did you use with, one of those like 15 second YouTube pronunciation videos yes oh it's dude like but pronounce names.com the problem with those is someone creates fake ones and for like all sorts of words in different languages and post them to YouTube. And some of them it's obvious that they're fake and a joke and other times it's less obvious. So what? You, unless you get, you're sure that that's the, oh, that that's fuck, the, the poster. Uh, I think you, you said it was by, what was it called? Pronounce names. www.pronouncenames.com. Yeah, I think that's the real one. So you should be in the clear, <laughs> but like the same, the same like layout, uh, of you know like the background and then like just the person uh-huh. saying it and that's it um, uh-huh. someone like makes fake ones like i found some that are just like comically wrong and damn <laughs> major they trolls out there me. on youtube this video has 254 views no likes no dislikes no comments so mm, well <laughs> could go either way so, then. could go either way I, I i will say they they had a little bit more gust, gusto with there they said it like oh and I'm like, okay, oh, I'm yeah. not going to go quite that over. Or no, she said, oh, <laughs> like it had a very weird cadence to it. Look, um, I, I can only tell you if pr- Spanish pronunciations are right. And, and English, I, can, I guess. I can tell myself if Spanish pronunciations are right. <laughs> um, anyway, today we're here to talk to you not about the pronunciation of the game, but, <laughs> but of the game, the itself. game itself. Yes. Uh, which is a oh, also music uh, by Lawrence Steele. That was the other oh, credit. Oh yes, how could I forget the other Lawrence credit. Steele, uh, Satsuma Audio. What a what a soundtrack! I thought the soundtrack was quite good. I, I want to find it. I liked it too. Uh, but anyway, this is a this is a a game where you are a little stylized little little guy, cartoon uh, guy with a big character, big Pinocchio nose. Schnoz. Yeah, yeah. isn't doesn't his skin like green? It's like, or does he have? Depending on the light, sometimes it's more greenish, other times it's more purplish. Yeah. Anyway, you're a little, you're a little character, and you're hanging out on the on the fire escape in your apartment, and you just, uh, you know, kind of discontented. So you go in, talk to your roommates, and they're like, "Hey, you should go boating." Except well, for well, as soon as you go in, you realize, whoa, this game is told in comic book panels. Yeah, which um is cool and i think yeah uh i want to talk more about that we'll circle back there but mm-hmm, anyway sure. you you end up uh going around your apartment sort of collecting supplies and then taking a a, a kayak trip or a canoe trip mm-hmm. where uh, you and your roommate drive out to the 
or girlfriend, I don't know, you and another little character mm-hmm. uh, drive out uh, across the out of the city and into the uh, you know the wilds, the forest, mm-hmm. and then you get on the river and uh, cruise around and yeah. camp out, and then you you just kind of cruise on the river. And um, at first, I didn't realize that she was picking you up on the other side because I thought uh, that I just like abandoned her by mistake. Because I like, I was like, how? It took me a second to realize how to get the boat to start going. And once oh I got God, started yeah. going, I didn't want to stop, and so I just kept going a bit. And then I was like, oh wait, shit! Was I supposed to take her with me? <laughs> Nah, no, nah, no, she's coming not. to pick you up at the end. Yeah, she's, uh, she's but anyway, helping you out. Your, your little character takes takes their little trip, and then at the end, your roommate picks you up, and you throw your boat back on the roof, and that's the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's uh, it's like a real, it's got a nice look to it. It's very mm-hmm. colorful and, and interesting. Very the colorful. music's great. It's like Some Nice chill. purples. I like yeah. the, the purple shades that it uses. Very, very pretty. Very nice hues. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think maybe that's the first thing we should talk about, talk about. I think it was one of the coolest things that this game does, which is that um, uh, for a large parts of the game, there are parts of the game where you're um, where you have like a more traditional sort of like third person avatar uh, yeah, yeah. camera that's like up behind you. But for the mm-hmm. first several minutes, basically, you have these these comic panels that are showing uh, different angles of or different rooms or just different angles of the same room of uh, your character's little apartment. And as you walk around, you can see your character moving in both or Mm -hmm. in several frames at once often. Yeah. It seems to be that you, yeah, you're controlling your movement through a, a fixed space. And then the, the panels are, are literally just camera angles in that space. Yeah. But the effect it has is actually really cool because it makes it feel I don't know. It, it gives it a very unique feel. And also it gives you a, a better understanding of the space. Uh, sure. And like your, the relationship of different parts of the space to one another, because you can see yourself moving from the end of one frame into another, or at sometimes you move totally out of one frame and you are just not on the screen at all until you move into, yeah. keep moving further into the next frame. And I don't know it they, it doesn't seem like it would be like, all that uh, interesting or unique, but I actually yeah. think it felt it was one of the the biggest thing that made me feel uh, like engaged with the game and, yeah. and interested in it was uh, the the use of these angles. It kind of it's kind of like um, I don't know if you ever played like the Resident Resident Evil games uh, back when they had like the fixed perspective cameras, like Resident Evil One and Two. No, I did. Um, where basically you're like walking around, it's just like a static camera, and you're sort of walking around watching from this camera oh, and then yeah, once I've you get seen, to a yeah, certain point it cuts to another thing yeah yeah yeah. except for except for this game has several of those cameras pointed at you at once and arranges them yeah. as like non-traditional shapes on the screen as like sort of comic panel looking it's, yeah that's know, it's a really that's a, that's a better it. touch point than what i had thought of what it kind of reminded me of was like in movies when you get the uh multiple security camera angle of uh, someone oh, moving sure. through a building like you see them go around the corner and then it cuts yep. to the security camera in that hallway and then you see them from a different angle and none of the cameras are moving they're all fixed and it yep. just kind of follows by cutting between the different security cameras that's and what it kind of reminded the me footage of on one of the cameras so that it's just yeah, a it loop like a of, of nothing there <laughs> yeah um yeah, there's a, there's actually one other touch point I came up, which is a game I'm I don't know you may have heard of. It's called Framed. Uh, it's no, the only other sure. game I could think of that like uses these uh, sort of comic panels style, and that game is more explicitly about the the framing 
uh, because the the concept of the game is basically you're presented with pages of a comic panel and each one shows an action and you are reordering the panels to change the order of actions to solve puzzles and oh, sort of like influence cool. what's happening. Yeah, it's a high OS played game, it, but sounds like something I should play. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty short. It's on iOS. Oh, there's a sequel now, too. Uh, but it's it's uh, it's pretty cool. Um, it, it came out. It's been it's probably five years old at this point. Um, but it was a I played it several years ago and it was it's a it's a it's a cool one. Hmm. Yeah, I um Yeah, I really hope that they uh, that they continue working on this game um, because I, I just like the 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 comic panel like style I just found so interesting and novel that I did find myself like, um, like sometimes it, it's like a little bewildering of a perspective sometimes. Like, like I kind of feel like I'm just so used to like comic book panels, the way you think about, um, like space in them is like mm. your eye, like the sort of the movement of time in a concrete panel happens from your eye. Cause like you move, oh, sure. we're, but we're in, in this, you're like actually seeing them move across the, the panel. And sometimes it like, I don't know. It just felt like weird. Like I just yeah. wasn't, wasn't how I was expecting to relate to, to like comic book panels. And then like when the, the car driving scene, um, yeah. I actually didn't realize it wasn't a cut scene. Yeah, uh, I didn't like, either. Like I just, uh, I just kept driving. I just drove straight into the wall and like flipped yep. the car a little bit. Um, yep. And it, and it was kind of because uh, you know you have this sort of sort of like habitual way of relating to different different media mm. and and like this that just felt like a cutscene. I was like, okay, so now I just wait. But then it was like, I oh like nope, that. you're driving. <laughs> I like that the, what you said about ha- habitual way of uh, relating to it because I think that's yeah. maybe what made it feel so like fresh and new what kind of propelled me through because we yeah. haven't talked about it yes but this this game has some some technical and uh, control issues but we'll get to that in a yeah, minute yeah but the thing that kept me engaged and kept me actually feeling like enjoying it and feeling positive about it despite how uh kind of frustrating and 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 tedious parts of it were was because it felt very novel and mm-hmm. like you said um you mentioned how uh it it felt a little almost not quite disorienting but it felt not quite how you expect to react with like yeah. a comic panel, like the timing and the spacing. But I think yeah. they pull I, it I did, off really I, well. I did think it felt disorienting, but just like not not like you feel dizzy disorienting. Just like in the sense no. of like unorienting, like your sense unfamiliar, of unfamiliar, unfamiliar maybe yeah. is better. But yeah, yeah. yeah but the, it it also lets them uh, get away with some camera angles and. Uh, that are in framings that you, you really couldn't get away with in a traditional game because it'd just be like, it would so uh, clearly upset the flow of moving through a space uh, where you have control over it. Because in something like a movie, you can control the frame very precisely because you are the filmmaker. You can edit it so that the, the viewer's eye is led to one spot and you can really make sure. it sit there. But I think that's one of the reasons that games don't really borrow from uh the resident evil games that often it's kind of uh, a camera style that's known anytime it shows up is like it's usually an homage to those original resident evil games yeah because it's kind of frustrating to not know the point at which the camera is going to flip to the next thing and yeah uh, the control of your character is going to be changed to be with respect to that thing right yeah wait Um, isn't doesn't metal gear solid have some of that too like yeah the, like the, the first metal camera. gear yeah 
Yeah, the first, maybe the first two, but the first one for sure has has some of that stuff. But I think yeah. it's it's something that in you see a lot more in early uh, polygonal 3D games. Yeah, uh, but that has sort of been moved away from because. Uh, I mean, you still get it a similar, but uh, more a somewhat different approach in something yeah. like Uncharted or something. Yeah. And where- I think the, I think the point of um, like, like being habituated to different media really like kind of explains that dynamic in those early games, because like those were games that were like, like trying to show off that a video game could be quote unquote, like a movie too. So yeah. they were like really self-consciously like emulating like cinematic effects in their oh, like narrative building. Um, Metal Gear, especially definitely Metal Gear. Like that's why it's, you know, cutscenes are so infamously like long. It's cause it's like, you know, it's like a movie. Yeah. You're yeah, saying we can do this, uncharted too this, though. Yeah. The uncharted games have a similar thing, but, uh, whereas there, uh, the camera, um, sort of framings in in uncharted i feel like are a lot more about um sort of being uh functional or sort of like showing you okay here's where you where you go next uh of like okay i'm gonna frame this so the camera swings out and the player character is down on the bottom left and there's something in the in the top right that you want to move towards so that's how we try and propel you up through this environment uh and it's 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 cool uh, and it, it can be breathtaking at times, but, uh, the, the game we played today, um, I'm just going to call it over the water because I don't want to embarrass myself any further <laughs> by, uh, pronouncing it in French in French. But, um, the, uh, it felt sort of like more, uh, artistic and sort of, uh, aesthetically, uh, mm. you know, in intentional, um, it, it, sure. I don't know. In a lot of ways, it sort of, um, it reminds me of like a sort of a Wes Anderson, uh, movie where huh. there's a lot of these sort of uh, um, uh, framing directly from the side where you get sort of like a diorama type look or framing from directly yeah. above where th- that's actually one that I, I really like a lot where they do a, a camera directly above the river as you're you in the character in your little boat kind of passes straight along through. Um, yeah. It's well, a, a really nice yeah. look and the color palette also uh, leaves a leaves a Wes Anderson impression. Yeah, uh, I guess, especially well. in, the, in the later rivering part, I, I I do agree with that. I mean, so mm-hmm. I I do agree that the the different the top down camera angle I think works uh, during the the boating scenes. Um, I didn't like it as much during the the walking parts because uh, mm-hmm. it, it it similarly defaults you to a top down angle in that. But there are mm-hmm. parts where you need to like know which way you're walking and it's like <laughs> oh so there were i think that what you're describing right now is like actually a bug okay <laughs> i thought it might be because it just felt so weird yeah so but maybe basically now is the, the time yeah the cam. what i'm describing is the camera like if you leave it 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 you look down automatically if you aren't giving any input well yeah so so basically what he means by look down is like the it seems like the default camera that the game wants to sort of float back to because this is a thing that happens uh pretty frequently in third person games is that you have camera control but if you let go of the stick the camera will kind yeah. of drift back to sort of a default angle and yeah. so the first probably five to ten minutes of the game all take place in the sort of comic panels mm-hmm. uh, as you're going around the apartment yeah. and then as you drive uh into the woods and then once you arrive at your destination then you're given sort of a more traditional uh third person camera where the camera is uh above and behind the character but 
uh, w- once you're given control, if you kind of let go of the of whatever you're using to control the camera, then its default position seems to kind of want to be like right above the character looking straight down, yes. which is almost never how you want to view an environment. And often yep. the environments that it wants you to uh, that you're moving through uh, when you have this camera, which you have a handful of times throughout the game uh, is like n- you don't want to be looking straight, straight yeah, down. You need your to, you'll just see purple and nothing else. You need to be like walking forward. Yeah. So, yeah. So my, my guess is that would be a bug. Actually, we should note on the, on the itch page for this. Uh, it is, uh, this game normally would cost a dollar, but it's uh, on sale 100% off. Uh, because, and uh, noted at the top of the itch page, I put the game for free until I fix all problems. Yeah. So, which um, is a very, get, yeah. So he, we, he knows about it. We're not, you know, we're not trying to pretend like we have all the answers. Um, yeah, but that was, that was generous of him to do that. Um, yeah. Okay. So that, that makes sense. I'm, I sort of like that one specifically when I was, you know, getting especially frustrated with it, I was like, okay, this can't be intentional. So I should just yeah. like construct an ideal version of this game in my brain where it doesn't do that. <laughs> and like try to try to and think then, about it from that perspective, and then synthesize it by controlling the game precisely at all moments. <laughs> Uh, um, but yeah, it, it's one of uh, several technical hiccups that actually uh, I, I should uh, mention uh, the reason that uh, I found this game is because uh, former subject of the show uh, interview guest uh, Ian Ensley yeah, uh, recommended this game on. Yeah, recommended this game to us on on Twitter. Uh, well, I guess not specifically to us, to all of uh, their followers, but we happen to be them followers that is <laughs> or i'm a follower at least and so i, I saw too. this and i was uh, intrigued so that's why we ended up checking it out and they also noted um yeah that they're like hey this game kind of frustrating to play because the controls are kind of wonky but play as much as you can put up with or something yeah um and i think you and i were both able to finish it um yeah, it's only like 45 minutes or an hour long so it's not too too bad yeah, it it was it was definitely like there were times where I was just like, well, there were times it was one of the games uh, that we've played where I felt the most like afraid that something was going to clip through something and break and I wasn't going to be able to finish it. Yeah, there was actually but, one spot where I did get stuck on the shore in my rowboat and it seemed yeah. like I wasn't able to move. And then eventually he just moved. I, I didn't I don't even yeah. know what I did. Um, yeah, so. I, I had a moment like that in the car where I like it was when the car flips to like first person and oh, i sure uh, and i like wasn't paying attention and, like smacked into a tree and the car just stopped moving and i couldn't do anything and then like oh, no incredibly slowly it just like very slowly started yeah. like picking up speed <laughs> it was like a full two or three minutes of just like yeah that, that's but, the other thing i will say is that your movement speed in everything except the boat is excruciatingly slow and even in the boat your acceleration even your more acceleration, than that, wildly erratic that's true too <laughs> Um, yeah, your acceleration in the boat is so bad. So if you turn it all, you like grind to a stop and then it's yeah, hard to get started. That, but so once that was you a get frustrating going, thing for me, cause I couldn't even figure out how to get the boat to go because you basically have to like, this was probably easier on a, on a mouse and keyboard. Cause you ended up playing on mouse and keyboard. Correct? Yeah, I did. Yeah. This, this was probably much easier, but like I got to the boat and I straight, I thought the game was broken cause I didn't know how to go. Because basically you have to be holding straight forward in order for him to or the character to paddle at yeah. all. 
and so oh. if you move from from like directly straightforward to left at all they will stop oh that's and just weird. the boat will start turning so basically you have to like on an analog stick it's actually pretty hard to hold it exactly Perfectly straight like straight up yeah and so it was i like it took it took 10 minutes of me like oh no being, like thinking the game was like i was literally uh doing the thing because you can you kind of like grab the boat by a little rope at the front and drag it into the water and i was yeah, literally swimming was... down the river dragging the boat because i couldn't figure out how to actually <laughs> paddle it and yeah, then eventually that... i was like i need to figure this out and i don't know how i did but eventually i did so um yeah I will say like this game has big control problems, uh, yeah. but it's a testament to the, how interesting and enjoyable it was that uh, I pushed through these control problems yeah. to finish yeah, the definitely. game. And I still ended up liking it quite a, quite a bit. I, I, um, I actually like, I, I thought it was interesting that there were such control pl- problems considering how like fully realized some of the other stuff was Yeah, like, like the environment, especially I was like, man, I feel like the, the order is a little backwards here. Isn't it usually like control nail mm-hmm. down first, then environment, but you have the environment like gorgeous. Uh, and yeah, and- I'm actually, I'm actually glad you brought it up this way because I kind of get the impression that this is made by a person who's, uh, not a game developer first. I, th- I kind of got the, uh, impression that this is like, uh, some, some other sort of, uh, visual, Actually, I think this might be true. So if you Google, like they might be some sort of like digital visual visual artist or something like that. Yeah, and basically yeah, just I like I'm that, trying actually. to figure out Unity. Um, yeah, yeah. Because if you go to, to their me. portfolio website, it's like uh, mostly it's like a lot of graphic design. Yeah, motion design, graphic design, illustration, um, and a lot of it is really like visually really interesting and cool. Um, but yeah, I kind of got the impression that this was like, uh, maybe a person who's not super experienced in making, uh, games. Yeah. Uh, or at least not the interactive mechanics part. Yeah. Or doesn't have like really a lot of formal training or maybe any sort of training, just kind of like going for it. Yeah. But yeah, but I, but I totally agree that, that it doesn't feel like it's, it was interesting because normally a game that has, uh, so many like such a good like aesthetic focus and like looks really good and environments are interesting and convey a lot of character and the music really binds well with everything you would kind of expect that like i think because a lot of uh like game design people i mean i'm kind of the same way it like you're building a game that looks like shit it's like gray boxed like literally i've had games where it's a ball and squares and it's like this is my action game but once i nail the field then i'll worry about art whereas this game Mm. sort of feels like uh engineered in the reverse way where it's like here's a really interesting uh aesthetic thing and then i'll try and make you know the the actual gameplay uh work that makes sense especially since like so so much of the interaction is like like take a journey through the environment so it really yes, is absolutely. like built around the environment because like that is uh-huh. the that is the mode of interaction of the of the game mm-hmm. um uh so this is this is a little bit of a tangent but i'm just thinking of it because i was scrolling through my the pictures i took of the game uh uh so one thing that i thought was really interesting about the the comic style so it like it cuts from one like as you go to new area it, it mm-hmm. often cuts to a new panel or something like that. So when it first yeah. cuts to 
Oh, and then and then it cuts in a way that like your space is fixed. Like you you're driving, you know, in relation to the road in a spot that mm-hmm. you're just seeing it from a different angle. So yeah. I got curious when it switched to first person. Um, what happens if I just turn around? And if you turn oh, around, yeah. you can drive back through like a large portion of the the same stuff that you just witnessed from a uh-huh. two dimensional point of view. Oh, in three D. In three D. Or in like first person. In first person, yeah. I guess oh, it is technically it's technically three D the whole time. Huh. But yeah, it was very strange. I was like, oh yeah. Huh. That does um, sound interesting. Not the whole part. Like it is it is segmented into different I guess like yeah, levels yeah. or zones. But like sure. it, it I think I got back through like two panels worth of stuff. So it huh. was it was weird. That's interesting. See, that's the kind of thing I didn't want to do because I was just horrified that it I would, would just break uh, break it and I would be too determined to see the whole game. And so I'd have to go through it. I was worried about that, but my curiosity got the best of me. And I did, like, so when you get to the end of it, there's kind of an invisible wall and I just like drove straight into the wall and it made me drive up and then my car got stuck facing straight up for a second. And so yeah. I just saw the blank sky and I was like, oh man, now I have to start the whole thing over. But then my car fell over and it was all good. <laughs> nice um i wanted to talk about we talked about the sort of panel framing but i wanted to talk about another uh sort of framing uh thing Mm. which is that uh at one point in the game sort of like midway through you've been uh rowing your boat along for a little while and then you you run up on a shore and there's a little person outside of a cabin Mm -hmm. and they uh sort of express to you um to follow them up the hill for to find a place to pitch your tent and start a fire and you pitch your tent and start a fire mm-hmm. and then you sort you of dream it's implied that you go to you go to bed and that you're dreaming and you are in the boat uh rowing it around in first person and this is all conveyed as like on the screen you're seeing the tent and then a little like thought bubble yeah. emerges from the tent and then the there's a playable game that's happening just inside this the bubble. Thought bubble yeah that yeah was and interesting. it looks it looked really cool it looked good yeah and it was like uh it was interesting because it's like i don't know it's not often that in a game you're like playing uh an interactive frame inside a frame well uh, sometimes in game in a lot of times i feel like games will have uh like diegetic mini games like if you if your character goes up to an arcade machine then it'll zoom in on the arcade machine a bit and you can play it yeah yeah. it It felt almost Uh like that uh kind of yeah except for that it's rather than it being like this kind of like gimme gimmicky little uh you know arcade (laughs) game or something like knock off of snake or or breakthrough or something (laughs) sure sure or in some cases not even knockoffs like the actual version snake yeah one of the one of the Call of Duty games, the main menu took place in like this like nineteen eighties uh like computer lab and you could actually play Zork <laughs> on a computer. <laughs> Wait, the whole um, game? Yeah, it was just like Zork ass Zork, the whole thing. Because <laughs> oh, Activision owned it or whatever. Oh, that's fine. I, I wanna say it was I wanna say it was Call of Duty Black Zork's Ops. Don't quote big. me on that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and you could just play it, and you like uh, are on an funny. Xbox 360. You have to like type it out. Oh <laughs> no! Yeah, it was, or man, maybe it wasn't. I feel like it was Zork though. Well, now it's gonna bother me. I'm gonna Google this real oh, quick. Oh, you monster! Distract the viewers, Jordan. Oh, uh, viewers! Okay, no, I can talk about something. Um, what else did I I note from this? Uh, it was Call of Duty Black Ops. Okay. Well, I was what I was gonna talk about in my distraction bit was um <laughs> so the dream I, I i don't think this game asked to be too much thematically analyzed but you know 
Mm. Here it goes anyways. I, it seemed like, <laughs> it, so what is the idea behind your dream? You're like dreaming of your, it seems like an office, maybe where you work and then like, and then your, There's all kinds of your apartment shit. for part of it. And then like kind of abstract fantasy stuff for the rest of it. whale like, with a tree yeah, growing off his back at one point. Um, and like you're floating through the city streets. Yeah. So you're, you're kind of like rowing your boat along in the first person. And at first it's like a river. And then it's like, you're going through a row of cubicles going Except by you're desk. like small you're like the small size of a mouse or something in relative mm. to your desk sure uh, and you're just kind of cruising it. along yeah i don't know i i think you're right that the game doesn't have like a super um it doesn't seem to be like hitting you over the head with like here's a theme thing other than sort of like a general uh nature escapism thing which is yeah yeah uh, frankly a little a little tired uh sure of just like ah tired of the city life let's get away to nature to away. escape and relearn about yourself uh by going rowing for like a day yeah, by means of a back. video game <laughs> yeah I mean, Stardew Valley it has literally the same conceit of like yep. you're working in an office and then your grandpa dies and he's like have some if, property. What if you could go back to a simpler time, like where you own property and, and also animal you can husbandry, explore the mines and collect jellies, <laughs> <laughs> have a sick mushroom farm. Also uh, wizards, <laughs> wizard for some reason, dragons also uh, a magic hobo. Maybe it's fine. <laughs> Um, that's what they had back in the fifties. That's what the boomers grew up with. Millennials don't get wizards, magic hobos <laughs> back when the economy was good. We had wizards, you know, back when now we just have student uh, debt back when people weren't critical of working for the military industrial complex, <laughs> when we could just make a big missile and be proud of it. Damn it. You know, you kids, uh, Anyway, that's your boomer roasting uh, <laughs> segment for the week. Uh, catch that again next week. <laughs> uh, no, but um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's a little bit of a of a tired trope of like go to wilderness to escape. But also, I feel like presenting it. It was presented in a really interesting and uh, inventive and also kind of like ambiguous way that mm-hmm. was made it still uh, very enjoyable to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still thought it was interesting. Um, it was, uh, like I said, I, I sort of feel like I made my final judgment based on an idealized version of the game. And I, I was very pleased based on with that. I feel like, it, yeah, it's, yeah. I like it's that. Cool. Like, like in my head, I just imagined that everything controlled, uh, better and yes. was more intuitive. I imagined and- that I could speed up faster that I didn't, uh, have to look at the ground all the time and that I didn't get my boat didn't like dive into the water every time I went off a waterfall. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have trouble with just like the prompts of like where it tells you like pick yes. up stuff? Yes. I it was like no, incredibly finicky. Sometimes it worked. Sometimes it didn't. Sometimes it seemed like I wasn't standing in the right place, but I wasn't hundred percent sure what I was doing wrong. Yeah. yeah. Th- there's some problems there, but I'm yeah. sure, you know, just we're playing the alpha build, you know? Sure. I do. I do sincerely hope that, uh, that the creator is able to, uh, you know, polish things up a little bit, make it just, I feel like you just get just enough more, uh, like better controlling and, and you're, you're looking at a much, uh, a much better game. Yeah. uh, Especially because the, then you're not hindered. 
you know yeah go ahead i was just gonna say that the the quality of motion control is very varied throughout the game like it's at the very beginning mm. i didn't feel like i didn't get the sense like this is gonna be a problem um, oh i see uh and then later on it, it became more of a problem so it certainly is sure. like within their abilities um yeah. one other thing i just wanted to say that i found that i thought was funny was that when you meet up with the person in the woods who shows you to your campsite uh when uh -huh. you go back i didn't realize i was like where am i supposed to go i thought i was supposed mm -hmm. to go back and meet up with the person again so i walked over oh. to their house and that wall does not exist you can walk straight through it <laughs> of their house and it's just nothing behind it and i was like what the fuck oh yeah See, um, at that point, I was like, well, I'm going to go get back on the river. They're probably still asleep. And then I got on the river and promptly went the wrong direction for like three minutes until I hit an invisible wall and I couldn't go anymore. Oh, and no. Then I, yeah. And then I turned so you, the boat you, around and you, went back the other way. So you tried to backtrack. To I the didn't way you came. even intentionally do it. Oh, I, sure. I, I feel like the way they cut to... Um, the the thing i was i was like not totally clear what direction was yeah. for and what direction was back and it actually if you pay attention to the water there are little bits that kind of show which way the water is flowing so i was going against the current but uh, oh, I was, sure. it was kind of hard to tell until i like yeah. hit an invisible wall and was like am that i going the wrong sense. way or am is the movement just broken yeah, I did uh, feel I like a way. little bit more signposting of what you're supposed to do would also be good because I, sure. after I discovered that you could just drive backwards uh, into a place where it seems like you were not intended to be able to go at all, I, I uh -huh. constantly had the fear that if I like went the wrong way, I would vanish off of the yeah, you know intended absolutely. path and have no hope of getting back ever. I um, had the same fear. Um, so especially since sometimes when you're rafting, there's like a fork in the river. Um, yeah, there are a few. And I wasn't um, sure if that mattered or not. I'm sure they all get you to the end eventually. It, it seems like that because I've, you know, went past multiple forks and it wasn't a problem. But yeah, but the one place where I did also want a little signposting was you, you go into this little like small lake pool where there's some oh, sort of with tower with stairs thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, should I stop here? And I tried to like beach yep. and park. But no, you're just you can't. It's <laughs> just uh scenery. The stairs are too high off the ground. <laughs> Indeed they are. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, did you have any other thoughts about uh, this here, this here um, game? Let me go through the rest of my pictures, but I don't think so. Pictures. Um, well, I just took some pictures of like moments that I thought were interesting or pretty or that oh, I wanted I to remember. Like I took a picture nice. of my car flipped over because I would be like... <laughs> Blake, yeah. did, did your car when, flip too? <laughs> absolutely. When you, when you um, mentioned that, like thinking that it was a cutscene, I was like, ah, yes, a cutscene. And then just comically the car drives straight into like <laughs> the building up. across the street and just does like a backflip. Yeah. And I'm like, oopsie, <laughs> whoopsie Daisy. I'm supposed to control that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was interesting. Like, um, the, here's my final thought was that the, when you're still controlling something in the comic panel parts and it goes from one panel to another, it was sort of uh -huh. weird how sometimes the ink, the direction on this relative to the screen that f is forward for your character will change. And so it's f sort of disorienting when you, mm. you want to be going forward for your character, but yeah. suddenly you're not going forward anymore. You're going to the right or vice versa. Yeah. I mean, well, it's that like, was always oh. the thing with, that was always the thing with resident yeah. Well, yeah with resident evil is that uh you, the camera would suddenly change and you'd be like eh. which way is um, forward but i, I don't know it to be less of a problem in this game because i because you could see in in many cases you could see the character as they were like leaving one frame or like going yeah, off into the distance true. they were coming 
into focus in the next one so then you could i actually i'm relatively certain that the the controls remain the same at all times which is that they're with respect to the character not to the camera yes no, no they, that can, they that do kind of break but your brain the first couple times I, it confused me but then when i was oh, like I oh it's like oh, gotcha. oh i see no i think gotcha. he made the right choice in having it be fixed to the character rather than the camera yeah, um, i just had to i just had to realize it i see all right well then shall we tell the people what we're gonna play next uh we shall so next week we're going to be playing a game called over the clouds it is by developer wasd productions um on itch uh and it is a first person platforming game that seems to have some puzzle elements uh you're like going through like these pillars or towers that are like in the clouds it's kind of like olympus i think it's actually called olympus uh, and you're trying to solve something went wrong and you're trying to fix it um so that's what we'll be playing next week uh if you want to play the game in advance of the episode uh we'll send out a link to uh the week before on the when we uh, release the episode on twitter we will release a link to uh the next week's game so if you want to get that you should follow us on twitter at edgeguardcast that's where we tweet out all the information for the podcast new episodes uh news about the podcast uh games for forthcoming weeks so if you want any of that you should follow us there it's a good time if you have any uh games you want us to play itch creators that you think it'd be worth uh, us checking out uh definitely make sure to let us know on on twitter um so yeah with that we will talk to you next week